Welcome to Kingdom Talk, the podcast where we talk all about things kingdom. I'm your host, Mark Banyard, and I'll be interviewing a variety of people who, through their lives and ministries, have been committed to advancing the kingdom of God. Church planters, church leaders, pioneers of missions and ministries, both at home as well as abroad. So let's go straight to today's episode of Kingdom Talk. My guest today on the show is Bungo Kubota. Bungo is the founder and senior leader of Kingdom Seekers Church in Tokyo, Japan. Well, good morning, Bungo. Nice to have you on our show. Hi, Mark. It's my honor to be here. Thank you very much for having me. Oh, you're so very welcome. And it's, it's really our delight to have you as our guest today. Thank you for your ministry for our church and especially for the younger generation. They are now rising up and uh, we feel with the Holy Spirit for your, by your ministry and prayers. Thank you so much. Oh, my, it's been my privilege. I'm looking forward to when we can get back to Japan. As soon as the borders open, we'll be on yeah. that plane. <laughs> uh, we really need your help. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Bungo, I'd like to begin by just asking about your own conversion experience. How, how did you become a Christian in Japan? Uh, okay, uh, I was born in Tokyo, Japan, and I was born again in Tokyo, Japan also. So I'm very made-in-Japan Christian, <laughs> but uh, it's very rare. And uh, I have a unique background as a follower of Jesus in Japan, I think. Uh, can I have a, a little short testimony about sure, how I can? Please. Yeah, sure, please. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, I was born in very ordinary Japanese family and do I uh, went to church by myself when I was in the fifth grade of elementary school. <laughs> this oh. is quite unique. And uh, it was the very beginning of the uh, small house church. And uh, there was no any fancy, uh, attractive program for kids or youth. Uh, this was just five or six other people sitting on the Japanese tatami mat. You remember that? Yes, <laughs> you uh, that? I sure do. I remember the smell, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So nothing attracted me except the word of God. And uh, at the time, I did not understand the, uh, any uh, doctrine about the cross. But I realized that Jesus is true God. Mm. And uh, then uh, sometimes later, I found myself praying in tongue oh. during the worship on Sunday. And uh, I didn't know anything about the Holy Spirit. But I do remember that the other people surrounding me, they are so excited about it. Wow. They must have been. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So far, uh, yeah, well, uh, this sounds like a very story of the spiritual elite. <laughs> but, yeah, but after that, I didn't go to church so much uh, during my junior high or high school days. So after I graduated my university, so uh, after the long backsliding season, <laughs> I skipped this story. But uh, after I graduated from my university, my yeah. life became very hard and I lost the meaning of life. And suddenly thought, well, oh, let's go back to church, my home. Jesus is a true God. So let's go back to him. So it's a very, the return of the prodigal son, I think. <laughs> wow. So uh, I went back to church where I had been saved and started to work and doing some administration of the church and taking care of the youth group. And during those years, I got married and had a children. 
So, uh, and while I was serving, uh, I, while I was serving in my local church, I feel that God gave me the anointing of teaching of uh, uh, Bible under, uh, biblical understanding, revelation, etc. These kinds of things. Okay. Uh, so this is my uh, early days of my believing uh, the faith life. Now, how old were you when you were married? Uh, twenty six. Yeah, it was I your wife. Your wife was a believer at that time too. Uh, no, I evangelized to her. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> uh, she, she, so, she's a strong Christian woman too. Yes, uh, she's she, uh, very prophetic and revelational, and she's uh, full of wisdom. And she's a very wonderful uh, wife, and uh, it's very unique because uh, me and my wife also both of us are first generation Christian. Okay. This is very rare, I think, in Japan. Very rare. Yes. Yeah, yeah very rare. Well, praise the Lord. Um, when did um, when did you first uh, have a sense of calling? I mean, you talked about having a teaching gift, a revelation of Scripture, and so yes, on and so yes. forth. But when did you, or how did you come to understand there was a calling on your life? So after a few years... Uh, of my early days of the Christian life, I got the opportunity to work on the uh, Christian media company in Japan. Okay. It was uh, back to uh, 2005. So I became a reporter of the uh, newspaper, Japanese Christian newspaper called Revival Times Japan. Revival Times Japan. Yeah. It's a newspaper for Pentecostal church leaders. Okay. And you were uh, called to be a journalist? Yes, yes. And I had originally written some article for Secular Magazine, so my writing skill was uh, already developed before I got into this uh, company. I see. Uh, so I was able to do research and editing and writing, etc., and uh, going around many churches. And uh, uh, so I enjoyed this job, and soon I was promoted to editor-in-chief. <laughs> okay, yeah. So I traveled not only inside Japan, but also other countries and to interview many pastors and also very apostolic leaders. Hmm. And as I continued my research, I noticed that many apostolic and prophetic leaders and all over the world, they start to talk something new. This was season of the midst of the new revelation, I think. Hmm. So, so you began you began to hear um, them saying the same kind of thing. Yes, yes, yes. The apostolic leaders up until then usually they they have been talking about the, the churches, but they were now speaking more about the kingdom. Okay. Yeah. So, but you know, at that time, the difference between the church and the kingdom was still generally a big, not so clear. Mm-hmm. Not, not, not too clear at all. Yeah, no, no. And very only no. few people could explain exactly how are they different between church and mm-hmm. kingdom. You, you understand that? Yeah. Yes. So, so yeah. the, and also the concept, new concept of the transformation, the word transformation is raising up as well as a revival. And so that, that really got your attention. Yeah, yes. Yes, so I feel, oh, what is, what's going on now? And what does the Holy Spirit doing uh, among these uh, anointed leaders? What is this kind of liberation? So I was very interested in that. 
Now, this was back in 2000. So it was from 2005 to 2008, I think. Okay. So here you are, you're working as a journalist for a Pentecostal Christian newspaper. And you're getting this great opportunity to travel, to interview uh, apostolic figures, prophetic people. You start to hear... um, the voice of God, you, you, you start to hear about the kingdom, yes. not just about the church. So what took you from being a journalist to actually being a church planter? <laughs> yes. Uh, one day the Lord told me to make the list of the disciple churches and kingdom with a division of the visions and missions and goals. <laughs> okay. All right. Say that, say that again. He, he got you to write a list of uh, with three things: yeah, dis- individual disciple, disciple, and individual local churches, individual local churches, and the kingdom, and the kingdom. Yes. Okay. With each vision, mission, goal. Okay, like a blueprint. Yes. So. Oh. Yeah. So, oh, that's interesting. So it's like unpacking from the Bible, the uh, blueprint, as you said, yes. Mm-hmm. So for mm-hmm. for next few years, I continue to make that list. So, and when I finish it, I realize that we need a church that can unleash, release the kingdom, not just mm-hmm. for the pastoring individual people. Mm-hmm. So this kind of concept come to me it's because I have a gift of journalistic analysis, I think. Right. So that was, God was speaking to you, but that ability to, um, to analyze yeah. um, um, was, was helping you to, 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 to actually process all yes, of this. Yes, yes, yes. So I think the Holy Spirit yeah. very uniquely guide me, lead me to make this kind of the, uh, blueprint of the what is kingdom. So when did you take the blueprint um, and begin to feel a release to, to move upon it? Yeah, um, it was before, I think, 2008, because uh, in the year 2008, I started my new church planting. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, unfortunately, I couldn't find such a church, which I have in my part. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so in 2008, I started to small church planting. So it was a church planting, but I think it was a kingdom planting. Did you find at that time that you had a lot of support from other people? or Never, never. never. <laughs> I had no leadership team, no budget, no strategy, just only have the revelation of the word of God. So it was very tough work for me. <laughs> wow. So give us a picture of what that looked like in terms of were you just meeting in, in your house or... Mm-hmm. What, how many people and uh, how did you do it? What was your strategy? Um, my strategy first, uh, I feel, uh, I think I thought I could do more effective church planting with a house net house, uh, house church style. Mm. But because, um, you know, it is very difficult to do church planting in Japan. Yes. And, it is anywhere in the world, but particularly <laughs> in Japan. You know, the Japanese culture, yeah. mentality, and system, and custom, everything registered church planting in Japan. You understand that? Yes, <laughs> I certainly do. And, yeah. you know, in additionally, the vision which I was, I have, I was given 
was very, how to say, spectacular. It's a huge vision. So I need not only lead people to salvation, but also help them to understand the meaning of this vision. So you not only wanted to see people come to the Lord um, to put their faith in Jesus' work on the cross, but you had a heart to disciple them in the things of the kingdom as well. Yes, 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 exactly. You know, and it is very hard to explain something that hasn't been realized or seen yet. <laughs> yes. And simply say, we don't, we, don't, uh, we don't aim to build the church just to wait for people to finish their life on the earth on the earth, you know, and just go to heaven. No, but we need a church to unleash heaven to earth. Mm -hmm. To be activated by the Holy Spirit. Yes, 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 yes. Trained and prepared, but released, activated Mm -hmm. in their calling, in their destiny and purpose. Yes, yes. So I want to produce more, uh, raise up more overcomers who can change and transform the world. Mm. So... And that's what, and that's what you're doing. Yes, and uh, you know it's a very funny. Even now, some church members who have been in my church for ten years sometimes said to me, "Oh, Pastor Bungo, now I finally understand what you say." <laughs> <laughs> yep, I know what that's like. <laughs> yes. But it's important that you keep on, you keep on, you keep focused and moving forward and. Mm. And eventually people come into it. There's a revelation of the spirit that comes. Yes, yes, yes. You know, the, mm-hmm. you, uh, you know uh, uh, of course, the, uh, for church, the ordinary pastoral function is very absolutely necessary, I think. But uh, that alone is not enough to manifest the fullness of the Jesus glory, I think. So the, so the church should unleash, release the destiny of mm. not only people's life, but also cities and nations. Yes. yes. Yes, I agree. So this kind of passion allows in me and intense passion to prove that the, uh, to prove the true potential of the church. I understand. As a kingdom channel. Mm. So, you know, the, so like uh, I say, I could not allow the Lord's church to be underestimated. Oh. Yeah. So I want to. Yeah. So I want to spend my whole life to prove this. Wow, that that is a noble cause. <laughs> yes, yeah. and 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 also one that I believe is on God's heart. So He wants to uh, help us in that. Yeah. Yes. So you know this. Even I had this passion. I have no power or no ability or no wisdom in myself. So always mm. by grace, step by step, Lord lead me to uh, uh, the fulfill of my destiny. I think. Yes. So you started back in two thousand and eight. Yes. Have I got the yes. date right? Okay, and just with a few people, and now you've uh, you've grown. Um, God has really blessed you, and uh, yes, yes. N- not without challenge. Mm-hmm. But you've um, you've really grown in in what what the Lord's called you to do. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, yes. Um, okay. Um, I think I have never I have never called to be pastor as a title. 
you know, this, this is a very funny expression, but uh, because, um, how to say, um, sometimes people ask me, Pastor Bungo, how do you do your church planting? But uh, yeah, um, it's by much helping with other leaders and other uh, apostolic covering, or prophetic covering. So many people always helps me. And uh, we are originally only two family. We start in the small house mm-hmm. meeting. And uh, step by step, God gave me more workers, more people who have a passion, heart, desire. And uh, yeah, it is very amazing. I feel day by day, I'm in the very miracle of God. This was very, I, I think it was very totally crazy. And <laughs> crazy to do church planting in Japan without any any budget or any strategy. Mm-hmm. But even after the, you know, uh, however, God blessed this small flock for many, many years. So God is faithful, I think. I really say God is so faithful. And even, mm. even after the corona pandemic, our church did not cancel the uh, in-person Sunday service, even only us. Wow. And more than so, you, you continue to yes, meet. and more than two years have passed without a single person being infected. Praise the Lord! And so we feel the power, thank you, Jesus. And so we feel the powerful protection of the Lord's blood. And also, as I said, now our church has become well established as a local community. Okay. Now we are uh, recognized as a religious corporation satisfied by the agency for the cultural affairs of Japanese government. Sounds so good. <laughs> that's, that's very official. Yeah. And now we are working with the Shibuya uh, local, local government office as a satisfied NPO food bank project. And you have you have uh, been recognized and uh, for the great work you're doing. I understand. Yes, yes, yes. So this is uh, God's divine favor. I really, I feel, uh, I really appreciate the Jesus for using us as His vessel. And uh, this is, uh, yes, this is a part of our, I would say, our vision to be blessing to the local people, to be blessing to the local cities and nations. Mm. Just for our listeners, Bungo, um, I know Shibuya. Uh, when we lived in Nakamegoro, uh, we were probably there, I don't know, five times a week for different meetings and things like that. But Shibuya is part of Tokyo, yes. but, it's, but it's its own city. Is that correct? Yes, uh, I think the Tokyo is a huge city and the Shibuya is one of the center district, I think. I guess. And how many, what would the, be the population of Shibuya? Okay, Shibuya population is uh, uh, 400,000 people. 400? Yeah, 400,000 400, people. People. That, that's a lot of people yes. in just one area. Yes, yes. Because and is, is, it, is it cheap to, um, to rent a building there? No, no, no. Tokyo is the highest <laughs> cost city. Many missionaries... They want to come to do hit their mission in Tokyo, but when they come to Tokyo, what they face is uh, what a high price they have to cost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very, very expensive. Yeah. You recently moved to a, a new building, but um, when you first had a building in Shibuya, 
it was, uh, oh, I don't know how many tatami mat was it? It was uh, not very big, no. but you were there for several years praying and, and, uh, and seeking the Lord and um, also interceding into the city yes. and, and taking authority over some of the strongholds that, that you needed to, to deal with before you could move forward. I know, I know that that was not necessarily an easy process, but tell us where you are now. Now we are uh, moving to new building, and but also because of this corona pandemic, uh, we are uh, a little bit modifying our strategy. And still, we are yeah, play, we are worshippers and we are player warriors. So I believe we we don't. I believe we should not stop the gathering. Now, yes. but now uh, the God gave us the new strategy. So alternatively. Uh, bi-weekly, we gather in a one place and we gather in the house meetings. Okay. And the, 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 one of the reasons why we do the separated house meeting style is because now gradually we are, are getting more bigger as a church, as a local church. Then we cannot find the enough place in Shibuya City because Shibuya City, there are many buildings, but the, the average place is very small. And if we want to find a much huge place, it's cost too much. And, uh, you know, this is uh, not effective for us to have a much better, uh, much bigger place inside Shibuya. And also, mm-hmm. the, this is very city church. So people come from many places. Actually, the one no one is living in Shibuya city. You, <laughs> you understand? People from yes. other prefecture or other ward or other district. So more people gather in our church. More we need a location where people can gather as a local gathering. Right. That that makes a lot of sense. Yes. Has anybody suggested to you that perhaps you should move way outside of Tokyo where the land is cheap and? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, uh, as a human being, I myself think think about it. <laughs> but Holy Spirit still reminds us inside Tokyo. So you have, yeah, you have such a focus and calling to you know, to Tokyo. This is kind of dilemma. You understand that because if we go to very suburb yeah. side or outside of Tokyo, we can rent much bigger building. <laughs> we can buy yeah. some good place, some good house. But somehow, Holy Spirit asked me to stay inside mm-hmm. Tokyo, and the uh, okay. What I can do is only be submissive, <laughs> you know, because yeah. always uh, God's strategy or God's wisdom is much better than my wisdom. Yeah. Amen. I'm reminded of the words of Jesus when he said, apart from me, you can do nothing. Amen. And so when we, when we go off with our own ideas of what we want to do, um, we start to draw away from, from, from being sub- to that place of submission. Yes, yes. Don't, don't we? And, um, but when we stay there and we're willing, um, God blesses it. And that's certainly part of your testimony. I think so. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Abungo, I want to ask you if we can talk a little bit more about, um, about the kingdom oh, yes. of God and the church of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Your church happens to be called Kingdom Seekers, yes, yes. which I think is a, a wonderful name, but very unusual name. Um, but I'm wondering if we could take a few minutes, if we, let's just talk about what the difference in your mind is mm-hmm. 
or the similarities between um, the kingdom of God and the church. I know in my own personal experience, and you've already said it already um, today, is that for a long time, Mm -hmm. people didn't talk about anything but the church, or if they talked about the kingdom, it was... Mm -hmm. Something that uh, was wasn't well explained. There was a lot of confusion about it. So yeah. why don't you just just tell us a little bit about your understanding okay, now? Okay. Uh, of course, I don't deny any or uh, any definition about the local churches as uh, many people uh, shared. Of course, I love local churches. I really understand how important it is. But also, when we connect this concept with a kingdom, it's going to be more effective. I think. And the kingdom mm-hmm. of God is a, like a realm of God's glorious reign. The realm, the realm where the truth of the world and the power of the Holy Spirit are manifested. They are uh, realized. Just like a, yes. like a Wi-Fi connection, Wi-Fi signal. Oh, now this is inside <laughs> the Wi-Fi realm. So we, ha- we can download, we can access, we can <laughs> operate the <laughs> iPhone, the smartphone, like that. Right, so, right. Run different software programs. Yes, yes. So mm. when we say kingdom of God, that is a place where God's glory manifests and God's word are applied and the principle, uh, principle or uh, any, how to say, the promise of the word of God will be fulfilled. Of course, until the Lord's second coming, that will not be filled, uh, fully possible, I think. Right. Now we are in the uh, season of the overlapping of the, that kingdom has already come and mm. kingdom mm. is not yet come. Mm. Yes. The mm. first coming to second coming. <laughs> so this is yes. yeah, in this, this season. Yes. yes. So in the Ephesians 1.10 says that uh, as a plan for the fullness of time, the ant- unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. Very good. So the goal of kingdom of God is a complete connection of heaven and earth. So the church must be this connection point, I think. It's like a, how to say, it's like a dam in the mountain, in the mountain. Like, like, like a, a dam, the river, uh, the water. Oh yes, dam. a dam. Yes, a dam, yes, yes. Yeah. So yes. from upstream, the water come and they keep it. And then they unleash it to the downstream. Mm. So church is like this. So we open heaven and accept the power of the Holy Spirit, presence of the Lord or the glory of the Lord. Then we Mm. keep it and then we release it to the earth. Mm. So the church must be the channel of the kingdom. This is my basic understanding. Mm-hmm. So the, uh, our strategy is open heaven and open earth. Very good. In some churches, they are very good to open heaven. They are very good to worship, prayer, so they can host, they can welcome the presence of the Lord. But sometimes they are not good to release it on this earth. <laughs> <laughs> well said. But some church, they are very good to really open earth. They do many works, activities, and they help people, and they have a good hospitality, and they like to, they are good to connect with the local government. Mm-hmm. But sometimes they are not good to open heaven. So they lose um, the more spiritual aspect 
they lose the Holy Spirit, power of the Holy Spirit, and then they become just one of the like a volunteer organization. So I think both are important, open heaven and open earth. And we can yeah. we continue to release the uh, life uh, flow of the water of the life. Very good. I remember years ago when I first went into ministry, I was very focused on the church, local church, being a pastor. And one day I was reading uh, just in the in the Bible where Jesus taught his disciples how to pray. <clears throat> and um, of course, the beginning of the Lord's Prayer is our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And at that point, I had um, a revelation of of heaven and earth coming together mm -hmm. and of the church being the conduit. Yes. And that's what you, that's the picture you have yes, yes. of, of heaven upon the earth. And that, that's, that was what, that's why we're here. Mm -hmm. That's our call, calling. That's mm -hmm. the church's destiny and purpose. It's not that the kingdom was made for the church, but the church was made for the kingdom because Jesus, Jesus is the king. Yes. Speak to me about talk, let's talk about um, the importance of the Holy Spirit yes, yes, yes. in what, in the church. Yes. You know, as, as as you said, the Lord's Prayer, Mushrooms six ten, your kingdom come, you will, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So mm. I want to add one word: by church through church. <laughs> Amen. So the church is called not only play this prayer but also to be the answer of this prayer. Mm -hmm. In that way, we really need the power of the Holy Spirit. And uh, I think the uh, Japanese churches, mostly Japanese churches, we are still uh, how to say, struggling. We are, still, we are still in the difficult, have some difficulty to understand how to be uh, how to have an intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit. Mm. But uh, I think last 10 years or 20 years, things are still uh, gradually changing. People open their heart more and people yes. start to receive Holy Spirit more. And uh, yes. I feel the uh, kind of a spiritual barrier is now uh, coming to break a uh, little by little. Not, I, I say not only inside, inside church, this is what I feel among the ordinary Japanese people in Japanese culture. Mm. And I also want to say that, emphasize that Holy Spirit have a very unique strategy for Japanese churches in many ways. Oh, tell, tell us about that. Yeah. The, uh, like uh, evangelism or like worship or like even the Bible study, I believe uh, God wants to redeem the gift of Japan and wow. Amen. because uh, still, still Japanese churches, we are following the very Western church style. Yes. Yeah, maybe, you, maybe you understand that one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I have heard many discussion about the revival in Japan and I don't know the answer yet, but, uh, I, what I understand is uh, that the method and the program that have worked in other countries will not work in Japan. So 
Japan's churches, we leaders, we need to have more confidence that we can listen from Holy Spirit. We can、mm. hear the voice of Holy Spirit, and we can、uh, have our own identity、mm. as a Japanese,、yes. as a Japanese churches. But you know, when we want to restore our identity, definitely we need to、uh, we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Yes,、hmm. and it's interesting that when you、uh, told us about、uh, your testimony as a child,、mm-hmm. that you you just started speaking in tongues, you, that you were you had been filled with the Holy Spirit,、yeah. and all these years later. It, You know, you're, I think, one of the key leaders in Japan today, with regard to、um, a revelation of the church as the answer to Jesus' prayer.、Mm. Yes, yes. So I think、uh, God gave me very unique gift and unique calling, and <laughs> still, you know, I'm not sure what am I for. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> so. But what I understand、yeah. is that、uh, God gave me the eyes to observe the deeper with a with a deeper、uh, journalistic sense、mm-hmm. about what's going on in Japan, especially、uh, what does Holy Spirit want to do in Japan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think, and uh, uh, also、uh, what I feel now is that Japanese churches we need more spiritual fathers and mothers. Yes. You know, the、uh, Paul said that there are many instructors, but not many fathers. He said. So I totally agree with that. <laughs> That's right. We need、uh, role models who have anointed, who have a more apostolic sense, and who want to edify and who want to release the destiny of the next generation.、Mm-hmm. But you know, when we want to be father or mother. First, we have to learn sonship or daughtership, right? Right. But without Holy Spirit, we cannot find it.、Mm, so true. Yeah, yeah. so true.、Mm. So, even I was born in the very ordinary Japanese family, so I don't have、uh, enough sense about what is father, what is mother. But after、uh, many many years, the Holy Spirit gradually teach me what is a、uh, fathership, what is a、uh, sonship, this kind of things. So、yes. I believe the Japanese church. We are, of course, we need signs and wonders and miracles, of course. But also, we have to understand the more identity about ourselves or identity of what is father, what is son, this kind of relationship, what is family. This revelation must must be inside Japanese churches. We know too that the、um, the beginning of cultural transformation in, in any nation、mm. requires an individual personal、um, transformation,、mm. and so identity、um, is foundational. Wouldn't you agree? Yes, yes, yes. First, we need to find our identity. Then we can change our culture, not opposite way.、Mm. So、right. many churches they try to emphasize and and to、uh, place the culture. But before culture, we have to find identity.、Yes. Mm. So I think there are、uh, three steps. The,、uh, it's also this is also the, our mission statement in our church that first raising up the children of God. Okay.、The、second, building up the house of God. Building up the house of God. Then third,、yes. 
third. Start expanding the kingdom of God. Okay. Wonderful. Okay. So, in other words, there are three stages identity, culture, and destiny. Very good. So, very good. This is a step, I think. First, we need to have an individual identity as a sons of daughters of God. Then next, we can gather and make a family and making a produce a new kingdom, heavenly culture. Mm-hmm. Then we can understand what is our destiny. Because uh, when we find our family, we can find our destiny, right? Yes. Yes, yes. Yeah, so true. And so what does revival in Japan look like to you? Oh, that is a huge, huge theme. And, <laughs> you know, it's difficult to explain in only one word. But uh, the, uh, basically, revival is a revival is a serving has a uh, lordship, not what we do, but what Jesus do. So it will not come according to our convenience or our agenda. But however, God is looking for a place where he can dwell. You know Yes, dwelling place. Yeah, dwelling place. And uh, uh, I think the Japanese gift is, uh, one of the Japanese gift is a priestly gift. Mm. It's very, uh, it's very fine that even non-Christians, non-believers, but uh, our Japanese culture, we have something like a very, how to say, open heaven concept, you know. And uh, Japanese temples or Japanese shrines, some Buddhist uh, uh, Shintoisms people, uh, when we talk about when we talk with them, they have something like this concept. You understand? Mm-hmm. So once they lead, they are redeemed, and once they really understand the true God, I think they are more uh, how to say hungry to welcome or to host true God. And I believe that uh, Japanese churches leaders, we have a gift to be worshippers, really worshippers. Yes, genuine, yes, genuine, authentic worshippers. Because you know, we are the uh, we are descendant of samurai. You know, <laughs> samurai warriors. Yes. And the, what what samurai? What samurai is originally the meaning is a servant. You know that. Mm. Yes. And we can as a servant yes. to mean a servant. Yes, servant. Mm. And we're we're how to say we are very we have passion to sacrifice ourselves to the Lord, to the uh, to the master. Mm-hmm. So this kind of our gift as a worshiper should be redeemed, and then we can welcome Lord more and more. And also, also now I'm concentrated on evangelism to Generation Z, Gen Z generation. Yes, because always revival is from the I think the new generation. And uh, now I'm no more new generation. I think <laughs> <laughs> I must I must find a new generation. I must raise up new generations. Yes. And the Japanese history, in Japanese Christian history, we never take over one generation yet. Mm, interesting. So, uh, Japanese society is now getting more old, old-aged society. 
no more younger generation, not like other continent, other nations. Not Japan's uh, average of the age is getting older and older. So mm-hmm. more, we have to concentrate on the on taking care of the next generation, and we have to find kind of remnant of the next generation. Mm-hmm. And I believe they will have more anointing than us. And I believe to raise up this generation, we need apostolic fathers and mothers. Yes. And what if I say more, we need a fivefold ministry to raise up new generation. But I do think that the, the revival in Japan will be something that, um, as you said, is, is unique to Japan as well. I, I think that uh, in Japan's revival, uh, God wants to use uh, uh, very ordinary leaders, not like uh, one superstar. Yeah. <laughs> I hope... I hope the God anointed the ordinary people, ordinary pastors and leaders, other other fathers and mothers. Mm. Because now we are in the very uh, in the very how to say how to say we can access by by smartphone we can access any kind of intelligence and any kind of information. So only this information, only the knowledge people cannot be attracted anymore. Right. But when they find the fathers and mothers, this is not something in the internet, <laughs> you know, <laughs> more human relational and more heart to heart relationship. And the, mm-hmm. always the truth, the power of the Holy Spirit comes through the vessel, not by the internet. Mm-hmm. You, you may, you understand that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. Well, I I believe that God wants to establish more leaders who have a heart of the fathers and the mothers who can sacrifice themselves for the next generation and who can raise up not for for themselves but to just to bless and love and serve to next generation. If we find yes. this kind of Amen. leaders, that is mm. very big transformation. Mm. Oh, I I believe it. I believe it. One, a common problem in Japan um, in the church has been uh, church planters that are now very old. Yes, yes. Um, maybe 80 or 90 or something like this. And they haven't been able to raise up anybody. And so basically they're about to go and there's there's nobody basically to hand the church over mm-hmm. to. And that speaks to what you were sharing with us a few minutes ago is that God's work is from generation to generation and there needs to be a gener something passed on to the next generation that, that hasn't happened in the past. And I I think that that's when you are standing in the gap and that you are, um, I believe you and others like you are, um, are game changers. Mm -hmm. You know, you've got a, you carry a revelation of God, uh, cross generational God who moves from generation to generation until Jesus returns. And that, that what's, what's key for what's going to happen in Japan is about leaders getting a revelation of raising up the next generation that raises up the next generation. And we keep doing that faithfully until the Lord returns. So we, I think that every church must be generational. Yes. yes. And uh, uh, what we have established in our generation must be the foundation of the next generation. Mm. 
Mm, yes. I agree. So um, sometimes people say the Japanese church is not so big. We don't have any mega church in Japan, but it's okay. Small church is okay. But every church must have their spiritual successor, spiritual son, mm-hmm. or spiritual daughter. You know, many churches, mm-hmm. we are easy to find the uh, staff, the employees, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Servants. Servants, yeah. <laughs> but it's very few to find the spiritual sons and the daughters. Mm. Uh, we mm. need more spiritual sons and daughters who, who can carry, who can carry not the ministry, but who can carry the heart of fathers and mothers. Mm-hmm. Because the, mm-hmm. uh, the way of the method of the ministry is always changes, you know, every generation, every season, the way of talking, well, the way of preaching, this kind of things will be not eternal, always must be changes, 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 you know. Yes. But the heart to take care of the next generation, the heart of the uh, shepherd, which will never end. So we can find some new generation who can carry this heart. Mm. And the, the heart which really uh, keeping the hunger before the Lord. This kind of heart we have to, we have to how do you, impart. Mm-hmm. Like it's like Moses and Joshua, uh, just how to say yeah. Moses and Joshua. Yeah. When Moses came to the meeting tabernacle, after that, after Moses left, still Joshua was in the meeting tabernacle. Mm-hmm. The presence of the Lord was still there. Yes. So Joshua, he studied a lot from Moses, not by teaching, but the, his lifestyle. Observing. Yes, yes, observing the lifestyle. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think and that's a really key thing. I think that you're emphasizing is that it's not just teaching people, but it's modeling something and that's actually got to come from yeah. people like you. <laughs> um, Hopefully, yes. And I think I think one of the changes is and 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 again there are other there are other people out there who who are walking in this, but there's got to be a, a strength in leadership, but yet a, a, a humility in in how you in how you live in front of your people. Mm-hmm. I think son, sonship and, and daughterhood are mm-hmm. um, are it's it's something that they have to understand what it is as you've said so well mm-hmm. that they feel that they've been loved and affirmed and lifted up, but then they've actually watched you do it consistently yes. over time. Yes. <laughs> Right. Right. Yes. And I think this, um, this kind of things is, uh, I'll say, uh, not our, uh, I'll say, uh, in Japanese culture, we don't have this kind of family style. Mm. So we have to learn from the beginning about what is fathership, what is sonship. And also we have to adapt it in our Japanese mentality. So it's not like a, uh, just a three days program. <laughs> this is not just a five days youth camp, but we have to spend it at years and years and years. Mm-hmm. So that's, that is family. That is a, that is the uh, purpose of the local church, I believe. Mm-hmm. And what a good purpose. Mm-hmm. What a, what a very good purpose. <laughs> and, you know, and you know, the, uh, Jesus never ordered us to build up the church. But Bible often asks us to be the family, to unite, to love each other, to have a uh, say, uh, 
to have a response, how to say, um, responsibility to take care of each other. Mm-hmm. So what what God says is we we are uh, what God wants to us to is we will be the family. Then, if we can connect each other well, if we can love each other well, God can mm-hmm. anoint this team. God can anoint mm-hmm. this family. God can God can give us the authority. That is church. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we don't have a responsibility to build up the church, but we have a responsibility to build up the relationship. Mm-hmm. Then God will make it as a church. Yeah. Jesus said a new command I give to you to love one another yes, as I have loved you. And so that's, that's what I hear you talking yes, about. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Very good. One last question. Um, this has been so good. And, um, but one last question, uh, I'd like to ask you as a, as a leader in Japan, uh, not an old one, but not a young one. <laughs> uh, what, what do you consider to be um, your greatest challenge right now? My greatest challenge? Mm-hmm. I have many greatest challenges. <laughs> but uh, the one thing is, is uh, uh, because of this corona pandemic, uh, we have to find new way of how to, new way of the, uh, the new wine skin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm as a local church, as a kingdom, kingdom successor. This is a very mm-hmm. big challenge, especially in the very Tokyo side. As you said, as we said, uh, this is very high cost place. And uh, we can, if we cannot gather together constantly, how can we connect each other? Only by internet, Zoom, or should we have a more house meeting style, or etc. This kind of new vine skin is a very agent, how to say, uh, Three very uh, uh, needed things for us, and also mm-hmm. the uh, biggest spiritual challenge is how can we keep concentrate on the Lord Jesus? Because the uh, we have much information in this era, and uh, we have many uh, social changing situation, but even in among this stream how we can find the will of God. You know, the, uh, when we read the Bible, we are automatically interpret these things for our life. You know? Yes. Yeah. But the, the way of interpretation must be changed more and more. How so? Yes. Uh, you know, the... Uh, because the human relationship or government situation, financial situation, etc., mm-hmm. these things are changing, changing. So uh, we have to follow up. Uh, we have no, no. Uh, we have to follow what is the newest way of the will of God. May, uh, maybe this is a little bit difficult to explain in in English for me. <laughs> but, okay. Um, I, so what I understand you saying is that. It, in light of the times that we're in, we need to continue to read the, the scripture, seek God, the Holy Spirit, and let him bring a freshness to our understanding of, of what he's saying yes, yes. in the moment that we're living. Mm, yes. 
for our daily life, the application, how, how, how can we apply the words of, uh, words of God? And uh, especially for the next generation, like Generation Z, mm. for them, the, uh, our old interpretation style, or our old preaching style, or our old message doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So we have to rethink about what Jesus wants to say to this next generation, this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Of course, the truth mm-hmm. will never change, but the application must be changed more. Right, mm. right. Yeah, very good. Well, I would like to ask you, um, just before we say goodbye, um, if you would pray uh, for those who are listening today. There are some people who might have a heart for Japan and they'll tune in and thinking, oh, I'd I'd like to go and serve in Japan. Um, But more especially for those who are in Japan Mm -hmm. and who are wondering if there's anything more Mm. Is it just going to church to, to a service? And um, is it just me um, <clears throat> being like a servant? Um, is there anything more for my life? Mm. Is there a calling on my life? Mm. Is there a destiny and purpose on my life? Mm. First in heaven, thank you for this wonderful opportunity to talk with uh, our beloved brother, Mark Bayard. And thank you because God... Uh, among this conversation, you give us some wisdom and you give us a new revelation and you encourage the listeners to fulfill their destiny in the Lord. Lord, mm-hmm. thank you. Now, especially we pray for the uh, people who want to con- who have concerning the to Japan. Lord, please send more people. Please send more uh, anointed leaders and please send the people who have a burden for the uh, salvation of the people of Japan. Well, thank you, yes, because you are a faithful one, and you are faithful. Mm-hmm. You are a faithful leader, and you will lead the, uh, everybody, every your servant, to fulfill your, their destiny. And Lord, please release mm-hmm. the kingdom culture upon this nation, and mm-hmm. also please help and encourage the people who are attending a Sunday service and Lord, please reveal their destiny. Please open their yeah. eyes and please open their hearts because they are not called just to sitting down on the chair, but you want to use them for your glory because they are part mm-hmm. of the body of the Christ. Lord, please let them feel that honor. Let them mm-hmm. feel their uh, special privilege which they have given. Oh, mm-hmm. thank you because you pour out the Holy Spirit to each one of them so they can be Christ-like character and they can be the uh, ministry as you have done on this earth. Lord, mm. please release your kingdom through us, through church, through individual disciples. And Lord, uh, we really need your help and you, uh, you give us much grace more and more so that we can be fulfilled our uh, our purpose and our destiny. And Lord, please let Japan mm. church rise up. Please let Japan yes. church rise up. Oh, mm. thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank and you, Lord, Lord, I also appreciate the, all the missionaries who have come to Japan mm. and faithfully mm. serve to Japan's church, Japan's people. Lord, please bless mm. them. 
Yes. Lord, you know how much they have been sacrificing their life to Japan. So, Lord, mm-hmm. please reward them. Please bless them. Please give them more grace and please give them mm-hmm. more anointing so that they can be more effective to the Japanese society. Lord, thank you so much, so much. Mm. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, thank you, Bungo. I so much appreciate your time and your insights and just sharing a bit of your life story with us today. Thank you very much for Um, having me. You are you are more than welcome, and um, we just send our our love to your family, uh, wife, kids, and to the yes. the body of Christ there. Uh, please uh, let them know that we think of them often and are praying for them. Um, at the end of this show, in in the notes, there will be links to uh, Kingdom Seekers Japan and. Uh, Perhaps Bungo will be kind enough to give us some sort of link where if people want more information, how they can get that yes, yes. about about what he's doing in Japan. And so once again, thank you. We so much, uh, we bless you and uh, thank you for, for all that you're doing. And uh, we're glad to be part partners with you in, in what God's doing in Japan. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure to join with you. Thank you for, uh, thank you for always helping and encouraging us as a as a apostolic father thank you uh, because you are one of our spiritual father oh well bless you bless you okay well bye for now okay see you bye bye and that's our show for today thanks for listening we hope you enjoyed this episode of kingdom talk You can find all the notes and links for today's show at our website, www.kingdomadvanceministries.com forward slash podcast. And once again, if you enjoyed our show, be sure to subscribe so that you won't miss any of our upcoming episodes. Bye for now, and may God bless.